Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know how they say stress and anxiety contributes to poor physical health? Welcome to my world. Do you ever put something very important somewhere very safe and secret and then very forget where you put it? (laughs) All the time. In fact, I just found an unopened package of five-month-old tofu in my fridge. Did not know it was there. So everything's going great over here, guys. Womp womp. I think my language learning app is giving me carpal tunnel. I guess it's true what they say. Everything good is bad for you. Have such a good day. Welcome to 
have such a good day. The show that wants you to do just that. Hello, my friends and foes. How y'all doing yeah, out there? Episode out there? 78, y'all. 178. I'm Sarah. That's Heather. The show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. Indeed. Small talk, big talk, and all the talks in between. Yeah, sometimes we get pretty deep on the show, and sometimes... I don't know. I, I guess we're kind of always deep on this show. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we try to keep it lighthearted. And, uh, and, we try uh, yeah. our hardest. Yeah, we, we do. We sure do. Yeah. And if you're with us, we're glad to have you. How's everybody doing out there? How are you, Heather? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's been, it's been a bit of a week. You know, there's frost on the ground. Uh, I know we're, we're going through a bit of a freeze up here. I don't know where, what it's like down there, but... Uh, oh, it's frosty. At least this morning it is, yeah. Real frosty. I mean, I, I probably should have covered some of our plants, but I'm just so stacked all the time, so busy doing a million things that like even important things just fall by the wayside. And um, yeah, it's just strange because we had a, a slew of kind of like warm weather and then all of a sudden we had this big storm, crazy winds. Um, we had another tree branch fall down and actually a, a guest was coming into the uh, one of the cottages and he was a, he was a regular and a local and, and funnily enough, kind of an arborist. It was very bizarre. And it was the day that we actually had the arborist, the other arborist here, like fixing everything. They, they, had, they had like a second day to like wrap things up and prune our fruit trees and whatever. And so this guy comes in for his stay for four days. And I'm not joking, it must have fallen within a half an hour of him pulling down the driveway because we were just out there, like scoping everything out. And then this thing fell. Um, and it was it was a huge branch from a Sitka spruce that got sort of scathed by the other big spruce that fell down like early January. And it, the tree next to it lost its integrity because it kind of hit it. And so there's all these branches that are kind of like about to fall, but they're big branches. I mean, they're like mini trees. And so it falls. This guy's like, he was cool. He, he kind of came to the back of our house, which is really weird. This weird man is like, I'm like riding my, my exercise bike and this weird man is standing at my back door, which never happens with guests. It kind of freaked me out. But uh, again, I, I knew him sort of as a regular, but he... You know, he pulled the, he was able to move the branch. I mean, I, I really feel like, I don't know, it's, um, it, it, there's just, there's a lot of things that you don't feel in the city when you're in the country, you just, you, you, you're really in it. And when there's weather and, you know, there's just constant excitement, I guess. Um, and then later that day, actually the next day, because it fell so close to this telephone wire uh, pole, and we were we were scoping it out the day of and we're like yeah it doesn't look like the pole got you know hit or anything but it was super close and you know what do we know we're not there were no pg e people and so <laughs> the next day i was out this was yesterday i was out doing a million things like trying to keep the ship going you know and in another sense while i've got people back here trying to keep this ship going felt a little guilty i wasn't around um, but this, that, that telephone, that said telephone, uh, pole caught fire. I have like video of it. So I'm going to, oh for, for all y'all in our discord, I'm going to, I'm going to send you the video so you can see that it actually is proof that it caught actual fire. And the thing that's crazy is that, um, my gardener was here and she had this weird sense to go check on, like she left her house and she was going to go check on that area where, you know, some of these branches were coming down and, and there she saw it caught fire she had weird sense that she had to go out there she was compelled and and Gosh. um 
you know, if no one was here, I think it probably could have um, gotten it to be a bigger fire, honestly. And uh, yeah, just chaos abounds. It, it's okay. I mean, you know, everything's going to be worked out. We're, we're, we're solving problems like a, a bunch of banshees over here. Um, but I will say that it has been... Uh, like last week was very accomplished and I feel like we, we kind of didn't have these issues. And then this week it just kind of, it's like a, it's like a seesaw. It's just like one week's good. One other week, everything falls apart. Um, and you know, we got this fancy new water system. So, I mean, this is all sort of hurts my brain and grinds my gears, but, um, I'll try to explain it very simply. Um, you know, we got this huge, you know, water pump replaced about two weeks ago. The, the, the water people were great. Like, you know, they're not screwing us over or anything. It's not, it's not about that. It's just that something is, something weird is going on with our electrical. So like the mm. pump works, but then if the power goes out, our generator is, is triggered, but then we have, we have to manually turn it off when it's supposed to turn off on its own. The generator people can't figure it out because it seems like a deeper issue that's in, involved with like electrical, something deeper that we don't understand, yeah. that nobody seems to understand. And so it's just this ongoing problem where we think we solved it. Everything's back up and running, but we don't have any water right now because yesterday when everything happened with PG&E with the, with the pole, they're doing something because the same water issue happened when they came out last time. So we think that they're turning something off or on or flicking a switch that is doing something to our system where now we have no water. We don't even have, we have no water. We, we don't even have a little bit of water pressure. We have like, I had to wash my face in, you know, semi boiled water out of a bowl this morning. I'm just, I think I'm, I'm, there's times like this, especially through the winter and last winter wasn't this bad. Sure. We had some power out outages or whatever. But where I'm like, okay, is this normal? Is this a normal country living kind of thing? Because I'm not cool with this. Like, it's cool to have a little bit of this happen every winter. I get it. We're off the grid. Um, but like, this is ridiculous. And I, and I do think this is a bigger problem. It's a bigger can of worms that we just have to get to the bottom of. And yeah. I just, I'm, I'm kind of at the, Heather's at the end of her tether here. I, I'm like, I'm too busy to deal with this shit. Um, I'm kind of missing the city and not that there aren't problems in the city, but yeah, I just feel just like different problems, different problems. And, you know, I know that our, our infrastructure at, in California has kind of fallen by the wayside. There's some issues with that, which is partially the problem. There's, there's companies that monopolize, like we have a company up here that monopolizes the the generator business, you know, so like you try to reach out to a different, different, smaller generator business to see if you can get a, a part, but they're like, yeah, you got to call, you got to call them. They, they own the whole area. So then you're screwed. And anyway, enough about that. I, I just, um, it's been a little bit of a dumpster fire, a, a telephone pole fire, if you will. And, um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention really quick, cause I, I wanted to get your opinion, Sarah, cause this was sort of something I, I was thinking about. I, um, just the way we sort of deconstruct, um, social etiquette, like in the world, in the modern world and how we communicate and it's changing constantly. And like, I, I don't do this all that often. I usually with like my friends that I talk to on the phone, 
converse on the phone, whether we, you know, FaceTime or just a regular phone call, uh, you know, usually we kind of set something up or, hey, I'll call you tomorrow morning or, you know, that kind of thing. I have a couple friends who do a rogue like reach out, which is fine because it's like what they do. We've talked about this before. I cold called a couple people I ha haven't talked to in a while over the weekend. And then, you know, they, it, it's this whole thing. I know people are busy. They don't pick up. It's fine. It's just, it's funny because it feels so daring these days. You know, it's like, I'm going to call this person. And then, you know, the person, you know, maybe thinks it's some kind of emergency, something's wrong and it's really jarring. Like, why is she calling me right now on Sunday morning? You know, it's like this, <laughs> this whole thing. It's like this, this, this weird, I, I mean, I'd love to unpack this on another show, um, but I, I, I just find it fascinating how things have changed, you know, and maybe because we're 80s girls, we still have fond memories of analog, uh, you know, telephones and whatnot. I just find it to be a fascinating, uh, a fascinating thing to discuss. So maybe we'll yeah, table it for yeah. now, but, but I know you feel the same way, Sarah. And I do. Yeah. Well, I, I also, there are, and you know, yes, we have kind of talked about this before uh, on previous shows, but there are a few people who just are phone call people. Mm -hmm. So when they call me, you know, I, I'm either available or I'm not. Sure. But I'm not, you know, when, if, even if I'm like, oh, I can't answer right now. Mm -hmm. Like if I see their name, I don't think something's wrong necessarily. Yeah. But most people, if they were to call me out of the blue and we hadn't, they hadn't texted me 15 minutes like before a heads and said, up. hey, hey, are you around? I want to call. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, I'm, I'm always like, because I'm a worry ward about everything anyway. But because uh, it's like, you have so many ways to get a hold of me. Mm -hmm. So the, like the phone like, call why is Why did like, you choose the phone call? <laughs> yeah, even if I want to talk to them kind of thing. Yeah. But I also, I also think about, you know, when I was in high school, well, and even younger, but, you know, when I was in high school, at some point, my parents were sick of my friends calling me at uh -huh. all hours of the night. So I got my own phone line, but uh, but before that, you know, you come home and there's a little notepad by yeah, the kitchen yeah, yeah, phone, yeah. and my mom has a list of who called <laughs> Which while is I was so gone. exciting. There are no cell phones. If I'm gone, I can't answer a phone call. You know, nobody yeah. knows where I am, kind of thing. Nobody ha can track me. You know, there's no mm -hmm. find my friends. None of that stuff. And that was just the way it was. Yeah. And if you really like, I don't know. I mean, in my case, if I was like hoping some boy would call me then i'd be like mm, i can't leave yeah gotta totally. stay by the phone because what if he calls and You're i miss, miss it and then my life is over yeah that sort of stuff and you know we all adapt yeah we all we adapt we do indeed and yeah it's funny sometimes i i will i will specifically choose a movie from the you know the 70s or 60s just to like not have a movie with cell phones just to like remember what it's like <laughs> you know, to live in that yeah. world. And and not that I don't, I really appreciate the modern world. I would say that I'm a pretty modern chick, but um, there there's something, there's something so special about, yeah, I mean, I used to yak hours and hours and hours with my girlfriends, you know, in high school on my Snoopy phone, you know, like it's just, there's something so like charming about that. Um, but nowadays, uh, you know, there's, there's other ways, you know, like I, I've, this one friend in particular who I cold called this weekend, I we mostly communicate these days on Marco Polo. And I I don't Marco Polo a lot of people. There's only a couple people who seem to be into it, at least in my circles. And um and 
you know, that, that seems to appease us, you know, it's, it's, we catch up in, in that way. And it, there's a lag, it's obviously not real time. Um, but you know, I have friends who like high five me on Duolingo, you know, and like th that kind of thing where you like, you feel like a, it's a very, very like loose connection, but it's something sure. where you're like, Oh, someone knows what I'm doing or knows what I'm up to or, yeah, um, yeah. you know, there's all sorts of ways, which, which can be really fun. But, uh, anyway, Sarah, I know you've had a bit of a week too. <laughs> Maybe it's the, um, I like to blame, I don't know, blame it on the rain, blame it on the stars, on the moon cycles. <laughs> I like we it's like to do that been, here on have such a good day <laughs> there have been a couple of nights and yes it's been pretty chilly here in fact we're in a freeze warning which is you know again for anybody who lives in actual cold weather it's not that cold uh -uh. <laughs> uh, it's you know we're talking like maybe high 20s Fahrenheit yeah. you know and that and never gets any colder than that and that's pretty rare you know that'll yeah. happen like three times in a winter yeah but uh but we happen to be just in a very a little bit of a cold spell and uh you know where i live it's often foggy even if it's going to be real nice and sunny mm -hmm. we just have it's just a it's just the way that the western part of the county in california that i live in kind of works yeah um so many mornings are foggy but it doesn't really you know, it does, the fog doesn't come in until well i don't really know when it comes in but well after i wouldn't be gazing at the stars anyway but there have been a couple nights that are so clear and you know they're cold but the mm -hmm. stars are out and i love looking at them and sometimes <laughs> when i'm laying in bed and i look up you know through my skylight which is right above me and i see stars i'm like gosh that's so cool and you but, don't see um, that in the city that's for sure well yeah it's a lot harder to that's for sure but uh yeah i, I mentioned stress and anxiety uh, at the top of the show and that is just, we all have stress and anxiety on some level. Mm -hmm. Mine manifests in sleeplessness. I mean, sometimes I can be stressed and anxious, you know, in the waking hours, but I have the hardest time to get through that when I'm trying to have a good night's sleep. Yeah. And especially because my health has been, you know, compromised lately. I've been trying to sleep a lot more than usual. You know, eight hours is like, I mean, minimum, mm -hmm. you know, 10 would be better for me. Um, sometimes I just can't carve out that much time for myself, but my body still really wants it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've had, oh gosh, it's so bad right now, even as we're recording this, this funny kind of, I don't know, I, I don't want to call it like a headache because it's more of like a pinprick behind my left eye. And this is very unusual for me. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't get this pain ever. Yeah. And I have to assume it's just lack of sleep. Yeah. You know, and maybe stress just, I don't know. Now it's getting to that point. Maybe it's some weird post chemo thing that mm -hmm. I just haven't had until now. It's sort of impossible to say. However, the reason that this stresses me out, and, you know, I, it's painful and I don't like it, but it also stresses me out for a very particular reason. Uh, and that is many years ago, and some of you who, have kind of, I don't know, followed me in, in the, the public interwebs. stuff that I've shared, yeah. have, have, are familiar with the story. But many years ago, I had um, a, a, an issue with my brain. I had a, um, a parasite in my brain. Um, and because of that, I had a seizure and I was hospitalized and very scary. And they thought I had epilepsy, it was something else. The whole thing is, is well behind me, thankfully, mm -hmm. but very scary at the time. And 
the day before I had that seizure, I only had one, um, but it was it was very out of the blue. Day before I had the seizure, I'm driving with my friend, Martin Sargent. He was <laughs> in the passenger seat. We were, we were on the freeway because we were going, you know, we were going somewhere, going fast, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying to him, God, I've got this really weird ache, pin pinprick type mm. ache behind my right eye. So it's a different eye right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and, and he was sort of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't tell you. And I'm like, I don't either. I've never even felt this before. It was obviously seizure related. Mm -hmm. The next day that happened, wow. uh, thankfully I was not operating a vehicle. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine well, if that seizure had happened while I was driving like 65 miles an hour? I mean, I, if no. I think about it too much, even today, I'm just like, I'm so freaked out. I wonder how that often I that happens, you know, where someone actually has a seizure while they're driving. Like, what are the stats? Well, I will tell you that uh, it happens often enough that mm -hmm. once... I did have a seizure. My California driver's license was pulled. Uh, um, not that I wanted to drive anyway, but you cannot <laughs> be behind a wheel until you are stabilized. Yeah. Um, and that stabilization took a while. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I didn't have a driver's license. Thankfully, I lived in a city, so I had a lot of other options. Mm -hmm. You know, public transportation, taxi, friend pick, picks me up or I walk. But, um, it, you know, if that had happened in more of a rural area, Man, I don't know, but, um, and I didn't even, you know, I didn't want my license back until I felt comfortable. Sure. And, you know, anyway, this is all, I think the pain behind my left eye is really just, it's just, it's Probably a culmination stress. of many things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's a whole thing going is on. Is it the same I, pain or do you recall that? I mean, It's that's, the same pain, but it's the other eye. Yeah, that's bizarre. It's mm. very specific Human though, body is very just, strange. It's very strange and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get over it. But uh, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's one of those things. I, I don't, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but I just get, I get freaked out about stuff like this because I have experience with it actually being a pretty big deal. Yeah. Now I'm going to take my extra strength Tylenol once we finish recording the show and I'm sure I'll be fine. And uh, that's just, uh, it's been a bit of an anxious week just for so many reasons and i am gonna ride the wave and next week will be better it you, will you hear that people i'm yeah. i'm putting it out into yes the world. put it out there manifest it that's right it's Speaking gonna be it such a good existence. week yes next week is gonna rock yeah you know it really is sarah it is i can feel it i can feel it in my bones i really can and um uh, but I understand that anxiety because I think as we get older too, we get a little more anxious about our health and like little, little triggers. Like, you know, you have a weird headache, you have a weird pain. Like I, right now I might, my, my tennis elbow, which is what I think it is, is back or I have carpal tunnel. I'm not really clear on it. I haven't like gone to get it diagnosed or anything, but basically like my wrist to my elbow, you know, is really sore. Um, and like my, the bone of my, my elbow and you know, the first thing I think is, gosh, I mean, do I have some weird, you know, some weird disease or I don't know. And we, we tend to, especially with the internet, it's easy to go down these rabbit holes about our health. You know, there's all kinds of information on there. There's all kinds of misinformation. Um, and you know, each, you know, each body is different. Um, everybody, you know, it's not one size fits all. And I'm noticing more and more the nuances of my body. You know, it's not just, um, you know, like I, I'm, trying to get to the bottom of why I have so many bad allergies now, um, worse than I ever have. And I'm like, is it 
because I'm in Northern California and could it be mold? Um, you know, uh, just kind of looking back into all these patterns that I've had where I had zero allergies until I turned 42. And then now I have this slew of, you know, where I, I, I might have like a really bad allergy day where antihistamines don't even work. And I'm kind of down for the count more often now. And so I'm like, that's a hard thing to figure out. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. so, um, I'm, I'm spending some time with a kind of a naturopath trying to get to the bottom of what it is that's triggering my histamines. And while I'm doing research, you realize everything triggers histamines. I mean, <laughs> sitting on the couch is, you know, you're sitting on dust mites most likely. And, um, you know, a lot of foods are histamine triggering, even if you're not allergic to them. Um, so yeah, I mean, my point is our bodies are complex and a lot of, there's a lot of those flukes, you know, you have like a pain in your eye that'll just go away and it'll never come back. And it's like, what caused that? We may never know. Um, I just think it's, um, you know, we're, we're complicated machines and I, I feel you, I feel you. Uh, the anxiety is real. And I hope y'all out there are not feeling all, all the anxiety, but, uh, you know, there's good moments too. Uh, it's not that we're, you know, sitting here with our heads in our hands, um, anxious every second of the day. Um, there's, there's, there's wonderful things like the incredible lentil soup I made this week. Oh, it was so good, Sarah. <laughs> I got to give you the recipe. It's so Please easy. Do. So easy. That sounds good. I'm and a lentil so fan. Me too. I'm a Who lentil isn't? fan. In fact, I have a bunch of dried lentils in my kitchen right now. And I keep thinking, why don't I make some? Okay. I'm sending you this recipe, Sarah, because it is the easiest thing to do. It takes like 20 minutes. And if any y'all out there don't like lentils, I'd like to hear from you because that's weird, but that's okay. You, you be you. <laughs> I'm just like, what do you not like about them? They're just so likable. They're likable little, little beans. And they're so full of protein. <laughs> I love a good lentil. Or if you have soup recipes, it doesn't have to be lentil, send them our way. Hi at havesuchagoodday.com. I love, like, one of my favorite things is if someone, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have that many cool recipes. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I can read a recipe. I can make something from a recipe. Um, but there are, uh, you know, every so often, you know, someone will, we're talking about food or something and I'll go, oh yeah, you just, you know, I made this during the night and they go, wow, that sounds so good. Can you send me the recipe? And it's like, it's kind of just in my head, but I guess I could write it down. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. Anyway. Yeah, I had the same thing. I actually, I, I tend to improvise a lot. Um, maybe I'll, I mean, I will definitely do recipes here and there and then it, it sort of augments my um, improvising. Like I'll be like, ooh, I, when I made that recipe, I could do like a version of that in my own style. Um, sure. But I kind of threw together this like kind of a, almost like a pad CU without the egg, with like chicken and, and mm. like broccolini. It was so good with these kind of egg, like flat noodles. Um, Yum, it was Heather. delicious. I was like, I was like, damn. And I, I had some people over and they were like, this is really good. What, how did you make it? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, and I just explained, <laughs> I had to like, you know, I had my, my, I'm really experimenting a lot with, I have a mortar and pestle, which I never, I didn't always have one. I, I got one in Iowa of all places uh, last year, very random. Don't ask. Um, but I use it a lot now and I, and I'm really experimenting more with, um, different herbs and spices and, and I have like some combos where I'm like, okay, if I'm making something Asian, I use, you know, turmeric, like umami, some red pepper, um, and you know, maybe, maybe some cumin or whatever it is that, um, it just flavor, um, notes that 
I like myself personally. And then I kind of, I'll embellish. And like the next time I'll be like, oh, you know what? It was missing this. And then it'll get better and better. Like I'm iterating basically. And, um, and it's really fun. And, and I, I'm not against recipes other than the fact that, uh, you know, the, the uh, recipe button is, is a godsend, um, but jump to recipe button, that is. And, uh, you know, I, I do love learning new things because I can get stuck in my rets where I'm like, well, this is the spice thing that I use for this. And then I do this. And then I kind of like, oh, I'm tired of my own food. Um, so you kind of have to keep expanding and that using recipes helps that a lot. Man, speaking of sort of, I don't know, um, life, domestic life, the old humdrum Sarah Lane, um, feeling it a little bit lately just because, you know, we talk about routines a lot and how much we need routine and we need, uh, organization structure and that kind of thing. And then there's times when that wonderful thing called routine turns into the humdrum where you're like, Oh God, I need to break out of my routine. You know, we're, uh-huh. we're, we're never totally content. Um, but, uh, but, you know, the, the, this whole extreme organization movement, you know, I feel like is everywhere. Uh, you know, the Miri Kondo thing kind of started with her. Well, I don't know if it started with her, but she was kind of a big mainstream, um, you know, uh, figure to uh, kind of help organize your home and that kind of thing. And Right. Yeah. Get rid of anything that isn't bringing you joy. Yeah. Yes. That Basically, kind of it's supposedly maybe the key to a happier life, you know, and like lately I'm like, is it? I don't no, because see, I am victim of, I am a, I don't know if you want to call it a victim, but I, I have days where I really get off on cleaning and organizing something. And I have mentioned recently that I've had tackled, I've been trying to tackle place spaces that I haven't even touched since I've moved in. One being um, the garage. I have a couple uh, very large cabinets in the kitchen that I have not touched uh, in the last, because it was all my dad's stuff. It's like cookbooks, old liquor, you know, that's like totally covered in dust, like, you know, creamed a mint <laughs> and some bourbon from like the 1970s and and like a, what do you call it? One of those uh, beer boots, you know, those big, big glass boots, like Heineken boot that you put beer in, like <laughs> a whole set of those, you know, things where Just I'm like- stuff you don't really need in your kitchen. Anymore. I don't really need it, but it's also, or there's ever. something nostalgic about some of it that I'm just like, I'm not really ready. It's like, it's like an upper shelf so I can avoid it, but I, you mm. have to get up on a little ladder and I'm going to have to go in there and take everything out, clean out the cabinet, you know, figure out what I'm doing. What, how long does this alcohol last? I guess forever. I don't know. And uh, so like, I, I will have days, I'm not like this every day, because some days I just completely avoid it, most days. But then I have days where I'm like, I gotta tackle this, this is driving me crazy. And then I feel this euphoric, almost, I would even go to say like, um, you know, sort of that uh, dopamine rush when I'll clean something out and you know, you, you, you finish it. Like I, 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 like I said, I did my garage, I got a couple like um, racks, like really sturdy industrial racks to put all my tools, you know, because everything is just like scattered everywhere and I can never find, you know, like a trowel or I can't find something. So I, this was great. I mean, this was like, I was so like, I felt really proud of myself, you know, it was yeah, such it's a, a silly It's thing. like a cleanse of sorts. It is a cleanse. I am. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned on, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but 
I will be moving from where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't exactly know when, um, but you know the house is going to get sold, and pretty sure whoever buys it isn't going to buy me. <laughs> you know? And Wouldn't my little, you know, and my furry family, you know, for me to, you know, still live here, and and you know, it's time anyway. But um, because of that, I've got this. You know, there's a weight on my shoulders a bit. Um, you know, part of that is where the hell am I moving? Um, and it's fun to fantasize about moving to some crazy place just because yeah. it's like, hey, you know, while I'm still alive, I can go wherever I want. Sure. But there are only, it's funny, I have a friend who, I have a few friends who live in Amsterdam, but one of them is like, why don't you move to Amsterdam? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's insane. And she's like, it's not that insane. I did it. She used mm-hmm. to live in, in San Francisco as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, she's. You don't have to quarantine your dog because they, when they had moved, they they had a dog who's. I don't know. The rules are different in the Netherlands, sure, than they are some other places. You know, I'm like, but I'm like, but okay. <laughs> I don't. You know, the the idea of that is so fun in yeah. like a fantastical way. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't really make any sense. Mm-hmm. But I do like to just say, okay, well, it doesn't make sense, but. Let's just look at real estate. When I say real estate, it's like an apartment that isn't expensive. It's not like I would buy anything anywhere. But um, and then I get then I start to get like crazy. Like you know, what if I move to Patagonia? I don't even really want to move to Patagonia, but it's like. But what if probably, I did? There's probably an apartment for rent somewhere there that mm. I would think is kind of cool. Yeah. And then yeah, like and then I'm on Google Street View looking at weird towns. <laughs> Some friends of mine recently, who also used to live in San Francisco, moved to Bentonville, Arkansas recently. Oh, really? Uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. Never even heard if, of Bentonville. Well, if you know anything about Walmart, that is where their headquarters oh, are. Oh, wow. So the Bentonville, I mean, it's a town. It's not some huge city, uh-huh. but, you know, it is It is the Walmart town. Wow. And one of them works there, and that's where they moved. And so, and this is something, like, I'll probably go visit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, they were like, Sarah, you would not believe how cheap things are if you're used to living in an expensive city like San Francisco, you know, even stuff that you just wouldn't think about. It's like, yep. you know, a nice dinner is like not that expensive because mm-hmm. we're so used to everything being like so expensive. I mean, if you live in New York city, it's going to be more than San Francisco, but you get my drift. But we're used to those big cities that are generally pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a lot to think about, but to your point about getting organized, you know, as I'm sitting in my garage, which is my studio, which has, you know, this is a pretty, it's a big garage, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, yeah, I don't, it's not like super full of my stuff, but my stuff has lots of room to scatter around. Yeah. And I haven't gone through, I, I feel like even when I do this regularly, like get rid of these cables that you'll never use. You I did that recently. I threw away USB a whole cables. bag. Yeah, like get rid of five of them. If you haven't you used know, them the, in a year, I mean, do you feel like you'll ever, you know what I mean? It's like that that's no, sort of no. my reasoning. Totally. And there's just, there's always stuff to whittle down. And it's always good, in my opinion, to do that before you have to pack them up and do it later. I agree. So, and yeah, I totally agree. And yeah, I look around and I go, mm, I'll do it later. I don't want I know. Do you have to today. be in the mood though. Just wait till a day. There, there'll be a day. Cause I, like, I'm not always in the mood, but. We, um, I did one more like clean out of my office 
it was sort of my, my last push because I had been cleaning out like uh, all the old papers that my dad was keeping, like stuff that I didn't need. And I want to turn this business over to QuickBooks, get it more digi- digital. But I've, I wanted to pare everything down to like exactly what I need. You know, you for taxes, you can throw away seven years back. It was so the other day. So like when I did this last clean, I did it because I have to do taxes. I'm, I, for me, I personally tend to organize before I have to do a big job because it it's a part procrastination of doing said job. And then the other part of it is it clears my head to do said job. And so I knew that I needed to know where everything was in the office. And so if I did a, another clean out, I'd be so organized to do taxes that it would be easier. And so I, I threw away like two large boxes of, well, we're going to burn it because it's all like tax forms and things that you probably want to shred, but I only have like a small shredder and I'm not going to go to office max and do it, whatever. We're going to use our little, our little outdoor fireplace. But, um, it was so therapeutic to get rid of old tax forms and just like, um, you know, kind of getting into a frenzy about it almost, you know, and where I'm like, what can I do next? You know, like sort of seeing flaws everywhere. That's like, sort of a flaw in itself that I just have to fix right away. But I think part of our, our, our obsession with this organization, uh, you know, uh, trend is I think the world feels a little more out of control maybe. And partially it's because of technology has made our world like easier, but also more complicated. And then also like maybe, you know, in like, I don't know, for me, when my brain feels chaotic, if I organize, it calms my brain. It like makes me feel like my mm-hmm. brain is less chaotic and all that makes sense to me. So I get, I, I have friends who are doing so well with this organizational uh, career and they're doing, they're writing books. I mean, a good friend of mine who's just made a successful business out of it and that's awesome. I almost want to create a, um, just, you know, just, I don't know, be, um, play devil's advocate and create like a disorganization trend and it's going to be awesome it's like throw everything on the floor (laughs) so you can go on treasure hunts every day it'll be super fun just live in disarray live it live it up like f it all and (laughs) i think it'll be so therapeutic yeah but um but one i mean i I can't even like have like a pair of shoes that aren't in the place where the shoes are supposed to be in my house like i'll just I, I would be like walking in circles like this. I know, I know. I'm to, I'm kidding, sort of. But maybe there's something there. But then, but then the problem with this maximum or maximizing to the max of organization is you end up buying things for your things, and that's what I'm noticing. Because when I did my my uh, garage redo, I bought racks. I bought like these shoe racks for like our boots and galoshes for the garage. You know, you buy bins, you buy baskets. It's just like this other like hamster wheel of like consumerism that that I don't <laughs> love. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, email us hi at suchagoodday.com. We've we've unpacked a lot today, and we really want to hear your thoughts as always. As always. Uh, so yes, hi at suchagoodday.com. Send those emails. Um, also. If you would like to directly support the show, you know, Heather and I just do our rambling rambles. And <laughs> we love that you stick with us. The rambling radio. If you do want to directly support the show, meaning you get a show that doesn't have ads, of course, the show is always free. But if you'd like to become a patron, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you find out more about that. 
uh, you know, $1 a month, really. If you can part with $5 per month, and some of you already do, and we thank you so much. Some of you do a lot more than that, and we thank you so much. We thank anybody at any level. Um, just listening warms our hearts. But uh, the $5 and up level will get you into our Discord. We have little discussions in there all the time with our fellow Discorders. Shout out to y'all. You're a lot of fun, and and yeah, that's a uh, that that's that. That's that, and you know, uh, you know, spread the word about have such a good day. Tell your neighbor, tell your grandma, tell your book club ladies or gents uh, or about sirs. the show, and yeah. uh, you know, we'd love to have more more of you. We would, we would. The more, the merrier. This is a you know, we're a proud little show. Um, Heather and I just we really just do this for fun. So it's just. It's a lot of fun to know that other people are, are getting some, something out of it. Uh, it's really fun. Actually, just the other day, I was telling someone at this cafe, she's the one of the owners of this little coffee shop down the street. She's becoming a friend. And wait, what's the name of your podcast? And then people will be like, have a good day. Um, have a great day. No, no, no. Have such a good day. Or have so, like people are like coming up with these cool other versions of like the name <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, have a really great, and, you know, yeah, I, I hear that as well. Um, and I go, <laughs> well, you're close. You're close. Close the enough. The sentiment enough. is the same. Just Google two wacky ladies talking about the absurdity of everyday life and you'll find us. Will, Actually, will I they? don't know if that's true, but I don't know. That. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's some SEO thing maybe on our website. Um, yeah, by yeah. the way, if uh, we, we do have a website, have such a good day.com. Um, and, you know, I guess. Maybe people go there and listen to a new episode instead of subscribing. That's cool. I mean, we make that available to you. But uh, yeah, if you do subscribe, even if you don't use Apple Podcasts, um, iTunes is a really great way to get our stuff surfaced. I know everybody says that, but it's true. If you listen to other podcasts, people are always saying, hey, you know, just if you if you can if you can just write a nice review if you like the show. You know, it's not mandatory, but um, you know, five star ratings get you seen by more folks who are just kind of looking for something to listen to so anyway you do you everybody um and we will love you all we'll the do same. we <laughs> i don't even know what i'm saying right now i've had too much coffee <laughs> all right well on that note we're gonna wrap this baby up and um sarah it's always a always a pleasure it is and always um, a pleasure to you too we'll let's, be talking offline we'll be talking offline and let's hope no telephone poles catch fire on your property thanks uh, that is not good <laughs> when you told like me that yesterday fire, I was like, telephone oh fire yeah oh, just man. just a whole thing all right well whole until thing. next time Wherever you may be in the world, whenever you may be listening to this, we hope you have such a good day. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Late. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.